Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MSTA Presents. Uh, we are starting to move into kind of a professional learning uh, uh, season. We have uh, several different opportunities coming up. And then, of course, we have our, our BTAPs that we we provide, and then our conference is just around the corner. So we thought it would be good to talk uh, a little bit more uh, specifically about professional learning. And so I have with me today, Dr. Jason Adams. Uh, Dr. Adams is the Assistant Superintendent for Learning at Webster Grove Schools, and he's also the President of Missouri Learning Forward and team member, National Learning Forward Conference Planning Committee. And then uh, with us as well is uh, Dr. Dina Ogden. And Dina is, of course, our professional learning manager here for MSTA. So uh, Dr. Ogden, Dr. Adams, thank you very much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you, Todd, for having us. So let me let me start with a, a broad question, uh, broad to me, because I think it's uh, I, I think a lot of people out there probably understand and know what learning forward is, but I, I guarantee there are some that don't. And so I thought it would be helpful, um, Dr. Adams, if we could start with uh, what is learning forward um, and and then kind of your role in, in that that program. Sure, sure. So Learning Forward has been around for, for many years, um, formerly known as the National Staff Development um, Conference. And so really looking at um, in terms of how we can provide professional learning and ongoing learning for those who are involved in education. And so thinking in terms of leadership development for, for principals, superintendents, um, development for instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and then also really focused on instructional practice and the work that, that teachers do on a daily basis, whether they're a reading specialist or a high school art teacher or a kindergarten teacher, we're constantly learning and constantly evolving. And so the Learning Forward National um, Group really has established um, what we refer to as a framework or standards for professional learning um, through extensive research, extensive collaboration with, with individuals from across the, the United States and even internationally, really looking at what are best practices in terms of adult learning and how we can continue to grow and develop ourselves on behalf of our students. So there's the National Learning Forward Organization, and then there are also affiliates that are broken up into different states. And so I'm here today representing Missouri Learning Forward, which is our Missouri affiliate um, for the larger Learning Forward organization. Um, and of course, I will put links to, for instance, the Learning Forward website. Um, and I assume there's probably a Missouri affiliate website or link somewhere that we can access as well. So I'll make sure to put that up there as well. Dina, awesome. uh Doctor, sorry, sorry, Dina. Sometimes I call you Dina. You, you are Doctor Ogden as well. Um, I, I know you have some questions and some things that you wanted to to make sure that we uh, that we covered. So I'm going to kind of turn things over to you and let you talk a little bit. Yes. Uh, well, Doctor Adams, you know, Learning Forward focuses on those instructional components, you know, as well for teachers. But if we're thinking about professional learning or professional development. How's that changed over the years for educators? Yeah, you know, that that's a great, great question. And it is constantly evolving and constantly changing. I think even, um, I'll answer your question in just a second, but I think even learning through COVID and, and that that is a time that has opened up a lot of doors, not only for how we, we teach best, um, but also in terms of different opportunities for professional learning. So, 
to answer your question, when I think back um, on when I started my career in the classroom 20 years or so ago, that was, um, I always thought of professional learning as, you know, something you sit and get. It's a training that you go to. Um, it may be a workshop. It's kind of something that that's required of everyone. But the more that we continue to learn and the more that we continue to research about what are best practices for adult learning, what are ways that we can continue to evolve as educators to support the students and the work that we're doing on behalf of all students, the world of professional learning really has evolved. And so there is a great deal of research that is available out there now in terms of what are best practices for adult learning. And, and really that looks quite different. There is still a role for a conference. There is still a role for workshops and for training but it is so much more than just those opportunities. When I think of professional learning today, I think of job-embedded instructional coaching. A lot of districts today have opportunities for someone to come into your classroom and, and work side-by-side -side with you in terms of planning lessons, implementing those lessons, giving you non-evaluative feedback that can help grow you and help you to reflect on your practice. I also think of all of the work that many districts are doing across the state around PLC work or CLT work in terms of um, analyzing curriculum, analyzing data, engaging with your colleagues in terms of what are your next instructional practices that you're doing. To me, some of those conversations grow me further than actually going to a workshop or, or going to a conference. It's, it's those in the moment job embedded experiences that I think are really powerful for us. Um, beyond that, I can also think of like action research and just the opportunity to try out a new instructional practice or, or work with my team or my department to implement something new and study the impact of that particular work that we've done to, to determine whether or not it's had a positive impact on our students. So I think all of those are opportunities for us to truly expand our thinking, continue our learning um, beyond the opportunity that we have to attend a workshop or to attend a conference. And I will say that um, I, I know I shared at the beginning of my career that it was kind of something that, that we had to do. I think as I continue to evolve and continue to learn on my journey, like many of us do, um, learning just is a natural part of who we are and, and what we do and as educators. And so I view continuous learning just kind of as a part of our profession. And it's a part of what we sign up for when we're responsible for the young people that, that we serve and our colleagues as well. And and I say it all the time to staff in my district that this is a really difficult job. It's a very difficult job to be an educator. It's a difficult job to be a teacher, to be a building principal, to be a superintendent for that matter. And it's hard to do it on your own. And so when I think of any opportunity to share ideas, to learn from others, to collaborate, I don't know how we can do our profession and do it well without those opportunities. And so again, professional learning for me is, is really thinking about how we can continue to collaborate and grow ourselves. And I think that has shifted quite a bit in, in the last few years, and it'll continue to shift with virtual opportunities now, um, et cetera. And so um, I would throw in there as well, like often I'll refer to Twitter. Um, I sometimes don't have time to, to read a 300 page book, but I do have time when I can follow a tweet to a, a short article and it will cause me to think, cause me to brainstorm, cause me to reflect. So again, I think professional learning really has shifted and it will continue to shift as we move forward.
I think I think that's really a very um, insightful, mm-hmm. you know, de- definition of how you're sharing about that. Even the historical part, you know, um, the committee, because there is a committee of the Missouri Learning Forward made up of area representatives from across the state. And we had a meeting just last week and um, there was an article shared and we read it. It was written by uh, Joellen Killian and from the professional learning or the learning forward uh, journal. And she made mention and we, we schools have been taking off for PD days. And as you you drive by, you, you see on their signs, no school professional development day. But she she encouraged schools to kind of revise that announcement to basically say we're learning today so all students will will learn more. And I think there is that perception that teachers realize they're lifelong learners. Learning doesn't end when they graduate with that degree from their undergrad study. They're a lifelong learner. But I think the general public sometimes doesn't realize the connection to the high quality instruction going on in the classroom and the training that the teachers are receiving, whether it be internal, like you said, uh, during this during that time within the school district, focusing on data, looking at curriculum, working with their teams, or whether it's going out to get some training. Um, and so I think what you described really described what Joella Ellen was saying too in that article. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I think it 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 truly is. We we are a learning profession. We're responsible for the learning of our students. And in order to do that and to order to continue to evolve and continue to to really understand what our best practices and what are the best ways that we can reach all of our students. There's so much diversity in our classrooms um, in so many different ways in terms of um, how students think, in terms of how students interact with each other. Um, And COVID really, really kind of exemplified that in terms of so many diverse perspectives and learning and so many different approaches to learning. And in order to continue to stay on top of that and to continue to stay a part of that, you have to continue learning. It's it's a have to. It's not really a choice. It You just have to be a part of that. Yeah. And, and I would wow. argue you all are very professional and very nice. I would also argue to parents and anyone outside of education that educators aren't alone when it comes to continuing education and continuing learning happens for attorneys. It happens for doctors um, and and it happens for several other professions as well. And so when you look at it that way and you look at that, look at it from that perspective as a parent, then I think that and, and even parents who are continuing to do professional learning as well, I, I think that then they start to recognize the value and the importance of how not only is it going to help their educator, their 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 teachers in their district, but how it's going to help their students as well. Well, and I think it's also a great opportunity for teachers to uh, convey that this is a profession. And mm-hmm. we, as the adults, as the teacher, we're modeling this learning for our students. You know, it didn't stop when we finished. And I think it's a great way uh, to to model that and for the community to recognize it is a profession. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. just like Todd said, all professionals, I have a friend that's a dental hygienist. 
they have to go for continuing mm-hmm. ed as well. So there are many professions that that do that. And I think it's time. I think it's a good opportunity. Uh, Dr. Adams, you mentioned Twitter. You know, when teachers are doing some of these trainings, they need to be tooting their own horn about what they're doing. I know there's lots of teachers doing letters training. That's a pretty intense, robust training. They need to be conveying that message out to the public through Twitter, on their newsletters that are being sent home to students, on their website. This is what we're doing. And so a way to kind of boost our profession so that people recognize and be proud of the fact that they're growing. Mm -hmm. They're growing with what the research shows, which Dr. Adams is really the reason why we're here to talk today, because you guys also, the uh, Learning Forward Missouri has their annual conference. It's coming up March 11th and 12th. It's going to be at Margaritaville. Uh, So it's Lake of the Ozarks. And so tell us a little bit about that conference. What can people expect to see? Keynotes, pre-conference, and such. Awesome. Yeah, we we are so, so excited. So, Dina, you've referred to our Missouri Learning Forward Board, which just to educate everyone who's out there listening, the board really represents um, from across the state of Missouri. So I represent um, the entire board, but we have 12 or so members that are represented from across the state, uh, varying um, roles. We have some principals, we have some instructional coaches, some curriculum folks. We very much constantly have um, a teacher perspective in terms of the decisions we're making. And and so it's just really a diverse group of folks who um, do come together and we try to stay on top of what is happening um, across the state and across nationally um, in terms of professional learning and what districts are looking at. And so often that turns into our annual conference, which again, thank you for, for sharing the dates and sharing the information about that. I'm so excited about the, the lineup that we've been able to put together for this year's conference. I truly, truly think there's something for everyone I think there are opportunities for if you're an elementary principal or a high school assistant principal or a kindergarten teacher or a third grade teacher, or again, that that art teacher that I mentioned at the high school, I think there are opportunities for everyone. And so our theme this year is motion into action. And so the idea that there is so much now that we continue to learn and continue to know. And how do we work together to turn the motion into action and to take action based on our learning? And so this year, we are so excited to host a pre-conference um, actually on March 10th. And we are featuring Dr. Jeanette Westfall, who is the retired assistant superintendent for learning design in the Liberty Public School District. Um, near Kansas City. She has worked with several collaborators um, and they've recently um, published a book called Learner Agency. And the focus of that book and the focus of her pre-conference will be on providing clarity to competency. And so really digging into how we can involve student voice and bring students to the table in terms of partnering with us in terms of their learning. That's a great session for any type of classroom teacher. It's a great session for instructional coaches and for building and district leaders. And so I'm very, very excited that um, Dr. Jeanette Westfall will be with us for our pre-conference. Then moving into the Monday and Tuesday of the actual conference, we are so excited to have Dr. Jenny Donahue 
and Dr. Rick Wormley, who have both done work across the state. Um, previously, Dr. Wormley, I believe, has done work with the Department of Elementary and Secondary Ed for, for some time. And Dr. Jenny Donahue has been a part of Missouri Learning Forward, um, some of our learning that we've offered in the past. And so just very excited that both of them will be joining us for keynotes, but then also um, for some breakout sessions as well. So just to kind of give a quick overview, um, Dr. Donahue will be presenting on the power of working together. And so again, whatever chair you're in, whatever opportunity um, that you're looking to expand your learning, the power of working together, as I shared, this is such a, a difficult um, profession to be in, especially right now. And so the, the idea of coming together, leaning on each other, and learning from each other is, is very powerful for all of us. She'll also be um, diving into some breakout sessions around what does quality implementation look like in the classroom? And then also just overcoming what we believe to be enemies of efficacy is so really thinking about um, our belief system and how often our belief system can stop us from moving forward with our own learning and our own decision making. So I personally am really excited to, to learn from her and to hear from her. Dr. Rick Wormley, who if you haven't had the chance to hear from, it, it's just an awesome opportunity to just be in his presence. And he's funny. He, he's also just so quick witted and, and so thoughtful um, in, in the work that he does. And so he'll be leading a keynote around um, teacher engagement and how we can best as leaders, but also as colleagues, um, continue to engage each other in the work going forward. And so very excited to hear from him. He is also going to be, um, if you're an instructional coach or a teacher leader out there, or a classroom teacher for that matter, who's a part of a PLC or a department, um, he's leading a post-conference on reflective coaching and really helping us to think about how we can help each other and our colleagues in terms of their professional growth. And so we're really excited to be able to offer that. Um, I would also put a plug out there for right now. We have our um, call for proposals available. We last year had many teams from districts across the state of Missouri. Um, some were classroom-based teams. Some were instructional coaches paired up with classroom teachers. Some were principals and district-level folks. But again, we had something for everyone. And so if you are interested in sharing a great practice or some work that you've been doing um, related to improving student achievement or relating to, relating to supporting the, the work of your colleagues in terms of their professional growth, we really encourage you to go to our website, open up that call for proposals, and please submit a proposal. We, we really want to make sure that we have the entire state of Missouri represented, and we really want to make sure that we have a lot of classroom-based opportunities for teachers across the state to be able to attend. And so again, um, I know I've said really excited at least 10 times in this opportunity to talk with you, but I'm really excited about the opportunities that we have. And I think we've put together a great conference and I just really wanna get the word out to as many people across the state. It's a tremendous opportunity that we have coming up and I hope that people can mark the, the dates and the location on their calendar. And I hope to see everyone there. That sounds amazing. And and um, I know uh, Dr. Donahue and um, Dr. Um, Rick. Warm Rick Wormley. Wormley. Yes. You, yes. Warmly. 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 Um, I know both of them and, and I've been through some of their trainings. Both are phenomenal. But I'm I'm especially excited for uh, Dr. Westfall because, you know, that topic on clarity and student voice 
we know Hattie's research shows that, you know, that can double the speed of learning if if the teachers and the students are on that same page. And so that will be an awesome pre-conference. And so I'm I'm especially excited for that. Call for proposals. Great opportunity for teacher leaders, you know, um, to, to present. What's the time frame on that? It's open now, but when do the proposals close? Yeah, great question. So proposals close on October 31st at 5 p.m. Um, we really worked to um, streamline our proposal application. So if you're thinking, man, I really would like to share, I would like to work, but I don't have the time to fill out the proposal, stop yourself right there. I really encourage you to take a moment, go check out the proposal before you remove yourself from the running and, and sign up. Um, it, it's a great opportunity. It may take a half an hour for you to be able to put the proposal together and again, our goal is to try to have as many perspectives from across the state. We know there's great work happening. I hear it all the time in meetings with my colleagues, with DESI, the great work that's happening in large districts and small districts and K-8 districts, K-12 districts. And so please, please, let's come together and let's share on behalf of students and, and educators across Missouri. That's great. And where can they go to register for this? Registration's open now or is it? Registration not is not open just yet. Okay. Registration will be open later in the fall, sometime around November. Okay. Um, but call for proposals and more information about the keynotes, um, about the board for Missouri Learning Forward, um, and soon more information about the actual sessions and, and all of that will be available on our website. And our website address is learningforwardmo.org. So again, it's learningforwardmo.org. And you go to the conference tab and you will find all information you can about um, calling the call for proposals and soon information about registration, et cetera, can be found there. You can also feel free, my email address is on the website, feel free to reach out. Um, and I'm happy to, to talk with you or share a little bit one-on-one -on -one, um, regarding the conference and if it's an opportunity for you. Well, wonderful. And, um, and, we're yeah. hopeful. I'm sorry, Todd. Oh, I was just going to say, and and like I said earlier, we'll make sure to put the those URLs, those websites into the show notes so people can get there. And then when we get closer, when the registration is actually open, uh, certainly we'll put that in our uh, update, our weekly update that goes out to members. That'd be great. And Thank you. We'll also push this uh, call for proposals because this can give a lot of mm -hmm. our uh, members an opportunity to share their their level of excellence and so we'll put that out to try to get some of them to you know to show that and demonstrate that and so it's, a, it's an op great opportunity for teacher leadership 100 and again i i think i've said this but i want to say it just one more time we are looking for the teacher perspective we want sessions offered by teachers you know your practice the best and so we really want an opportunity to create networks from across the state for teachers to share with other teachers, instructional coaches to share with other instructional coaches about the quality work that's happening across the state. Perfect. Dr. Adams, I really appreciate you being willing to, to talk with us today and, and learn more about the conference, learn more about the, the presenters, the, the workshops. It sounds uh I I think I'm interested in going as well. And 
<laughs> and I'm here in the uh, communication department at MSDA. Um, and uh, Dr. Ogden, Dina, thanks for uh, driving the car today and getting us uh, from point A to point B. Some great questions. And uh, I think that everyone uh, should be excited about this opportunity. I, I am very appreciative of the fact that there are still in-person uh, professional learning opportunities out there, and there is value in uh, meeting with colleagues and interacting with colleagues directly. You know, in, uh, Zoom is great, uh, virtual uh, learning is great, but in-person learning is uh, is excellent, and I, I appreciate the fact that we still have it. Um, anything else, uh, Dr. Ogden, Dr. Adams, any last words uh, before we wrap things up today? No, I want to thank Dr. Adams for um, sharing this because this is some great information and a great opportunity. And I think sometimes it, it's overlooked and there's the perception from teachers that this is for administrators and it's not. And so I really thank you for that and sharing this opportunity. Absolutely. And I, again, any opportunity I can have to reinforce the idea that education Teaching is a profession. It's a powerful profession, and we should be treated as professionals. And part of being a professional is challenging ourselves to continue learning. And so thank you for this opportunity to share. And, and hopefully um, we've been able to reach some folks, and hopefully some folks will find this a meaningful opportunity for themselves. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, look for more information in the coming weeks from us um, about the, the conference. And uh, also look for another episode of MSTA Presents next week. Thanks. Thanks.